No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. As always, tonight's recommended drink, cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack, bland brand, no-name crackers. This is the official Wine and Crackers broadcast here on D-Live. Hello there. Thank you for joining us. It's an absolute pleasure to see you there once again. Uh, If you haven't yet already, please share the show out. Uh, if you don't want to share the show out, that's fine. I completely understand. Fuck you. You don't have to share the show out if you don't want. You piece of shit. I mean, yeah, just just you being here is good enough. It's not really. But if you want to share the show out, please share the show out. That's fine. And if you don't, don't worry about it. You motherfucker. Uh, thank you for joining us. It's Friday night. I hope you had a lovely day because I certainly have, as always, so much to get through. So little time, ladies and gentlemen. Chamani with the diamond. Oh, no, I didn't have the alert on. Chamani. Welcome. Joining. Thank you for joining us, Chamani. That's going to be our first item tonight. Chamani. <laughs> so I've, I've said, if you're not following Chamani on DLive, you're, you're missing out. Great fun. Family-friendly fun and foibles with Chamani, ladies and gentlemen. D-Live, he's live tonight, is he? So he's on after, like, he's on at, like, 2 o'clock in the morning, East Coast time or something now, aren't you? Late, 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 late show. But give your money a follow. And even if you can't watch it live, watch the replay. Always good good family-friendly fun and good atmospheres with your money. Um, I put a, I got in touch with your money because, like, I like to promote other people's shows, like, during the ad break and stuff, like, play people's commercials and shit. And I reached out and I said, hey, man, why don't you make me a little promo and I'll play it on the show. I'll play it on the show. He's like, yeah, no worries, man. (laughs) So he sent me this thing fucking yesterday. And I I wasn't going to watch it until the show, but I I couldn't help myself. I had to have a look at this thing. (laughs) Most people usually just send you like a still screen with, you know, some audio over the top, like, Hey, like I was expecting a still screen and like, hey, my name's Chimani. I'm on this day, this day, and this day. Uh, tune in at X time for my show. Thank you. You know, something like that. That is not what I got. <laughs> so we will do the Daily Boogie premiere of the Chimani commercial tonight. Special. First thing, first thing out of the blocks. But thank you for joining us. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. Become a booger by hitting the subscribe button on DLive, which is also the place if you want to leave a tip for tonight's show. The preferred method is dlive.tv slash boogie bumper. Get some of those sweet little lemons and leave those soury little suckers in my succulent fruit bowl. That is not his style, Kitty B in the chat, exactly. So it's so much to get through so long time. I do like to have like a little more fun on a Friday and there's so much shit going on right now that isn't fun. I'm going to do my best to like keep it easy, keep it digestible tonight. And I also Ring want to give a quick shout out. and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, Chimani. Thank you so much. And Lou Ferrigno, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for the sub. Uh, I'm going to do my best to, you know, keep it digestible tonight. 
But I also want to give a little shout out to Joy of Pessy, ladies and gentlemen. Joy of Pessy tonight after Nightwave Radio is going to be doing disturbing cartoons. And when I witnessed this conversation taking place sort of behind the scenes in, in streamer land and Joy of Pessy was like, you know, I think I'm going to do like really offensive and um, ugly cartoons. And I was like, hey, Pessy. <laughs> hey, um, can I be on the show when you do the cartoons? <laughs> JJ Stoner with the diamond. Follow JJ DLive.tv slash JJ Stoner. Our favorite man in Virginia. Uh, shove this in your chabuthole. There you go. Thank you for the diamond, sir. Follow JJ as well. DLive.tv slash JJ Stoner. The great man who's been... I missed I missed the Friday show because Friday shows I sleep. Unfortunately, I don't work, so I get to sleep more than two hours at a time. So I've missed JJ's show. Uh, he's been celebrating bad lighting week in honor of yours truly, in honor of moi. So I'm very humbled. I, I don't even know what to say. Thank you so much for the tribute. A week-long tribute from JJ Stoner. It really does mean a lot. Coming from another streamer with the years of experience that JJ has, that he sees that in us. He loves us so much. And he's a big part of our show here, JJ. So thank you for the tribute, JJ. I, I, could, I couldn't do it without you, mate. <laughs> couldn't do it without you. Thank you so much. <laughs> but Frozen Asian. We're going to get Frozen Asian. How about Monday next week, Frozo? Can you do Monday next week? I would love to get Frozen Asian on the show. Collect some things. If, if there's some items that you want to discuss, what have you. Even if you want to, if you want to be serious, because Frozen Asian normally does uh, cringe videos on the internet. I would love Frozo to come on and I'd be like, hey, so do you want to talk about cringe videos? Well, actually, Boogie, I want to talk about the recent trade negotiations with uh, Korea. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun for me. So let's get to it, ladies and gentlemen. Without much further ado, like I said, I reached out to Chimani and I said, I want you to make me a, a promo for the show. And like I said, I was expecting something simple, something basic bitch. And that is not his style. So I, I don't even know how to prep this. I don't even know how to tee this up. So maybe I'll just let the video do the talking for you. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the Chimani commercial, which will be worked into our Friday show schedule somehow. So I've got like a, a set of commercials for Monday, a set for Wednesday, and I'm working on a set for Friday. So this will be probably in the Friday rotation. So here's Chimani, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Do you suffer from mass hysteria, not knowing whether to wear a mask or not? Do you suffer from paranoia, constantly in fear of Karens? Do you suffer from anti-laughism, the inability to laugh and smile no matter what happens to you? Well... It's Charles Worthington here with Charles Money Live! We can have a Charles of a good time! We have everything from current events to a Chasaurus and McCarran, where these Chicans just be going just crazy! It's off the hinge. <laughs> We got Karens going crazy over french fries. We even have Karens that think they have the force. <laughs> it's insane over here at Chamonix Live. So I appreciate you. Come on down. We got the phone lines. They're always open. We'd love to have you. Such effects may include dizziness, lack of oxygen due to hysterical laughing and inability to shield off Karen's come within six feet of your vicinity, expansion of the mind due to the overload of factual information, not fake news, confidence with lack of bullshit in your life, and the instant ability to become based. For instant help with any of these symptoms, please contact the trauma hotline immediately or seek your closest woke friend who may be able to calm you during your time transition from sleep to awake. (laughs) 
Jamani, you are an absolute fucking lunatic. <laughs> I love the little efforts that were put in. <laughs> it's like a late night public access. To, I, were you? Is that the the feel you were going for? Late night public access mattress salesman. <laughs> it's crazy. It's <laughs> fucking fantastic. <laughs> one, we're gonna play. I'm gonna play it one more time. Oh, fuck it up. Because again, like it just caught me so off guard <laughs> because I was expecting just a bland screen and a voiceover, and instead I get this full production. <laughs> fantastic. DLive.tv slash Chamani, ladies and gentlemen. One more time. Do you suffer from mass hysteria, not knowing whether to wear a mask or not? Do you suffer from paranoia, constantly in fear of caring? Paranoia. Do you suffer from anti-laughing, the inability to laugh and smile no matter what happens to you? Well... It's Charworthington here with Char Money Live. You can have a chahoochinani of a good time. We have everything from current events to a chasorcin of a can, where these chicans just be going chagrazy. It's all the hint. I love the little touches. Like, in, instead of just having him start on top of the trailer, right? You, the little outtake there of him climbing up the side of the fucking building. <laughs> Excellent. We got Karen's going to crazy over French fries. We even have Karen's that think they have the force. So I appreciate you. Come on down. We got the phone lines. They're always open. We'd love to have you. Such effects may include dizziness, lack of oxygen due to hysterical laughing and inability to shield off Karen's to come within six feet of your vicinity, expansion of the mind due to the overload of factual information, not fake news, confidence with lack of bullshit in your life, and the inability to become based. For instant help with any of these symptoms, please contact the trauma hotline immediately or seek your closest woke friend who may be able to calm you during your time transition from sleep to awake. Brilliant. Absolutely fucking brilliant. That is the new standard for promos on this show. That is absolutely sensational, my man. Thank you. If I ever do like a professional fucking promo or something, I'm getting you to do it for me. I'm going to hire you. Like, bring in your money. Bring in the big fucking hitters. Absolutely sensational. DLive.tv slash your money. He's in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Give him a try. It's always fun. Absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much for that. I'm th I should thank you. <laughs> what, a, what a commercial break. Absolutely love it. All right, uh, let's move on. I want to, not often, you know, I'll give you a little bit of uh, Daily Boogie backstory here. Very, 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 very rarely does Lady Boogie, my wife, my life partner, very rarely does she send me something and say, hey, maybe this would be good for your show. Very rarely. It's like once a year. The last thing she sent us, though, was the um, the chef guy. I've got another video of him. We might play it later tonight just for member berries. Uh, the crazy Australian chef who swears a lot. So, so we might play him later on tonight if we have time. But she did send me this and she said, hey, maybe this will help, uh, you know, explain Australians to your foreign listeners. Because she was like, oh, yeah, we've always done this. And I never thought how foreigners look at us when we do this. Like, it's just a part of our daily life. So let me present to you, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of cultural learnings here on a Friday night. 
before we get to any really serious stuff. Uh, that's not the screen I want. Damn you, OBS. Why have you got to be such a mother? See, now I've got to change. Okay. There we go. Alrighty. And we're back live. <laughs> so she sent me this and said, um, I never thought about how this looks to foreigners. Dutch woman stunned after she discovered the random shower habit Aussies have. No, it's not boomerangs. It's better than boomerangs, ladies and gentlemen. Never heard of before I came to Australia. So I recently started dating my current boyfriend he's Aussie and when I was at his place for the first time and I went to the bathroom I saw this now if you're listening to the podcast you can't see but there's an empty beer bottle like on the cabinet next to the shower <laughs> now I see fascist hippie in the chat fascist hippie I know is an Aussie bro so he'll know exactly what this is already we're talking about ladies and gentlemen shower beers shower beers i myself have had many shower beers often often two shower beers during a shower <laughs> wet sandwich what the fuck shower beers are essential <laughs> oh that's good there's some cultural crossover here well this lovely young dutch lady who's now in australia dating an australian man had no idea like she's like why the hell is there a beer bottle next to the shower tiktok sucks if you pause it you have to start again Oh, yeah. So I recently started dating my current boyfriend. He's Aussie. And when I was at his place for the first time and I went to the bathroom, bathroom. I saw this <laughs> beer in his bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, why is there an empty beer bottle in your bathroom? He's like, oh, I just had a shower beer the other day. I'm like a shower beer. He's like, yeah, yeah, shower beer. A shower beer? What's a shower beer? He's like, oh, yeah, it's shower beer. That's really nice if you've had a long day, you worked outside in the cold and it was rainy and, you know, you get into the shower and it's nice and hot and you just have this nice cold shower beer. Exactly. Well, I've never heard of this before. <laughs> That's because you're an ignorant foreigner. <laughs> shower beers are the lifeblood of our society. They really do that? I thought it was just a college thing. No, it's an Australian working man thing. As, as somebody who has had many a shower beer, I can tell you that he's right. Her boyfriend is correct. There's nothing better. I work nights, like in the winter. Sometimes, sometimes it's just like pouring down rain and sleet. It's like one degree Celsius outside all night. You come home, you turn on that hot shower, man. So it burns the skin off. And you take in a couple of Australian shower beers, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing better. Cold beer in a hot shower. It's absolutely part of our culture. <laughs> and so I'm happy that this Dutch lady has now discovered the joy of shower beers. Have you? Yes. Something I'd never heard of before I came to Australia. So I recently... You've never heard of before you came to Australia. But now you have. And isn't the world such a better place? Such a better place. All right. Moving on, <laughs> a little bit of cultural learnings for my American brothers and sisters. We've covered before, a little bit of an Australian theme tonight. We've covered before, uh, China was very upset with us because after the coronavirus breakout, little Australia, little upstart Australia said, hey, maybe we should have like some kind of independent inquiry as to how the coronavirus started and what measures were taken 
at the beginning of this and how it became like a pandemic and like, you know, just, we just want to know the nuts and bolts. We want to get in, we want to dive into the books. We want to take a little look at the books, see what's what and who's who. And China was very upset with it. And they said that, you know, we're a troublemaker. Why, why do you always have to be a making a trouble, Australia? You know, why does Australia always, Australia act like a bigger country, but you're not a bigger country. Without America, Australia would have a nothing. Australia, we could be a nice friend to you. We could be a good friend to you. Why do you always have to be uh, making a trouble? You know, China is a most transparent country. Uh, this led to China threatening to put a trade embargo on us. <clears throat> they started putting tariffs on all of our products. And they referred to us as chewing gum on the boot of China that needs to be scraped off onto a rock. I'm not, I'm not lying. Literal quotes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They also said you were shoe gum. Chewing gum on the boot of China that needs to be scraped off onto a rock. That's what... <laughs> And I, it's amazing after all this time, they still haven't figured us out yet as a people, as a society. Because when China goes, why are you such a troublemaker? We go, what? <laughs> troublemaker? Come on now. What are you talking about? Don't be silly, China. <laughs> we're not making a trouble. We're just having a little bit of fun. Come on, man. I've recent, I've said before, if you can sum up Australian foreign policy, it's people, Europeans standing on the northernmost beach of the southernmost continent, giving the finger to the rest of Asia, going, <laughs> and when China and Indonesia and Japan and Korea go, oh, why don't you shut up? Fuck you. You're not even belong in Asia. Fuck away. You're here. We go, America. China's trying to start a fight again. <laughs> and America comes over and says, hey, you leave my little buddy alone. You leave our little cousin alone down there. They're doing great things, tremendous things. And we're like, <laughs> that's basically Australian foreign policy. <laughs> you can't hit me. So, why you got to be such a troublemaker? So this, this line of argumentation has not been terribly successful for the Chinese. Because it seems Australians don't respond well to being threatened and being called troublemakers. So they have decided now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to report, they've decided to take a different tack into negotiations. Minister of Fun, Kimmy with a diamond for Gypsy's accidentally 2,000 lemon donation. Well, thank you so much. Right up ring. Winning TV, follow Winning TV, Saturday nights, Tuesday nights, and Thursday nights, dlive.tv slash Winning TV. Brother, bring a China good guy. No make a trouble. You no make a trouble, China. China, well, Australia, we could be a friend to you. You know you need a good a friend in the world. China can be a friend to you. <laughs> so China is no longer calling us a troublemaker. Uh, follow Q. I just put a flag on your Twitter thread, books. Oh, okay. We'll look at the flags. I've had a couple of flags sent in. We'll look at the flags after the first break tonight. Uh, thank you. Follow Q for the diamond. So China is no longer calling us a troublemaker, uh, chewing gum that needs to be scraped off onto a rock. They have decided to take a different approach. Let's see if this one's a little more successful. A senior Chinese diplomat has accused Australia of hurting his country's feelings. Okay, so let me get this right. 
Australia is a troublemaker. Australia is racist. Australia <laughs> is chewing gum that needs to be scraped off onto onto a rock. None of that took any effect. None of that took hold. And now, Australia, why you got to hurt our feelings? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, China. Come on, don't be like that. Come on, man. We're just having a little fun. We're just having a little fun here. We're just having a little laugh, bro. Come on, relax. See, China, this is why nobody likes you. You get angry, and then when other people don't get angry, you get sad. Can't you just, you just got to chill out, bro. I mean, if you just chilled out a little bit, people would like you a little bit more. Why do you always have to be like so intense all the time, man? Like having a relationship with you is a really emotional, it's an emotional roller coaster. I mean, one minute you're trying to slap us in the face, the next minute you're crying in the corner. We don't know what to fucking do. We can't manage this. Dude, you've just got to chill. You've just got to chill out. Why you got to be such a troublemaker? Oh, we're being a troublemaker? <laughs> why, why you have to hurt our fearings? Oh, fucking hell, man. I can't keep up. You're like crazy ex-girlfriend, China. Just relax. A senior Chinese diplomat has accused Australia accused. of hurting his country's feelings <laughs> by demanding an investigation into the origins of the coronavirus. It, it just, it's just worth pointing out, too. Because we wanted an investigation into the origins of coronavirus, uh, China is obviously innocent of all the charges and accusations that are flying out there because after we announced that we wanted an investigation, what did they do? They said that we're chewing gum that needs to be scraped off onto a rock. We're racist. We're troublemakers. They put trade embargoes on us. They put tariffs on our products. And they say we hurt their feelings. All the things that an innocent party would do. <laughs> They're obviously innocent, right? <laughs> oh, you want an investigation? We send you broke, you motherfucker. Because we didn't do anything. All right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great way of managing that PR, China. Oh, why you hurt our feeling for? You'll make a China cry. Oh, so sorry. Terribly sorry about that. How are we, we going to, how can we help? Come back, come back, China. It's okay. Just pat China on the head. Oh, it's okay, China. You don't have to be a hurt of hearing anymore. We love you. Virus. In a rare public appearance, the uh -huh. Deputy Ambassador also denied the spat over COVID is the reason for the current trade dispute. <laughs> Good. And us putting tariff on your product has nothing to do with you wanting an investigation. You just hurt our fearing, that's all. You'll make a China cry. Vision is a vital part of leadership. Yeah. And it's one of the virtues a Chinese government spokesman says will help thaw a frosty relationship. Winning TV with a diamond. Australia, why you make a trouble for China? Why you got to be such a troublemaker? Why are you always making a trouble? You'll think you're a big country, but you're not a big country. You're a little country. You're a little country with a bigger friend. You're a big friend America. Why you make a, why you hurt our fearing? Why you make a China cry? <laughs> Says we'll help thaw a frosty relationship. Let's hear, the, let's hear these words of wisdom. Respect. Respect, huh? Goodwill. Goodwill. Fairness and vision. Yeah. The Prime Minister agrees. But our interests are set. Respect, goodwill, fairness and vision. Do what we say, otherwise we will destroy you. Thank you. For, thank you for the respect, China. 
Thank you for showing us so much respect. What was that, China? You think that we're chewing gum that needs to be scraped off onto a rock? Thank you for being so respectful. I really love our Chinese overlords and I wish them all the best. Set out very clearly and consistently and respectfully. But Beijing's growing aggression and Canberra's pushback has seen the relationship sour. Aww. While a rift between husband and wife... <laughs> we are not married, bro. <laughs> You're the wife. You're going to be the wife. Come on, you're the emotionally hysterical one. You're the one that screams and says we're making trouble. You cry when we don't do what you want. You're obviously the wife in this relationship, China. Sorry, soon to be ex-wife. Hurts one family, a rift between two countries, hurts millions. Wang Jining rejects the idea that Beijing's mounting trade sanctions are economic coercion oh, right. or that Australia is being punished. We don't see Australia. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they just announced the trade sanctions the next day after we announced we wanted an investigation. It's got nothing to do with it. Stop being a conspiracy theorist, Australia. Stop making a trouble. These are two totally different things. As a strategic threat. But oh. Australia's demand for an inquiry into the origins of COVID-19 hit a very raw nerve. Mm. Australian ministers claim that the virus originated from Wuhan, from Um, there's a cat with a diamond. China want to respect and wants a stapler back. I believe you have my stapler. Milton Adams, excellent reference. <clears throat> wow. Australian ministers claim that the virus originated in Wuhan. This is gaslighting on a mass scale now. Wait, wait. Do you mean that laboratory in Wuhan where, like, all of the world's premier virologists say it started, and then the wet market in Wuhan, where patient zero literally works, and then the first, like, area to be locked down was the city of Wuhan. Are you talking about that, Wuhan, or are you talking about, like, Wuhan, North Virginia? Uh, South, West Virginia. North Virginia. <laughs> Wuhan, West Virginia. Maybe it's Wuhan, Ohio. Maybe that's where it started. What, what am I missing here? No, you think you 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 think a you think a virus started in Wuhan? No, no, you're just you're a troublemaker. You don't know things. No, no, the Wuhan virus did not start in a Wuhan. You call Wuhan virus because you make a racism, and you hurt our feeling. <laughs> Piper, Ohio. I live in Wuhan, Ohio. There you go. The virus started there. Fucking unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> what balls? And by the way, if you want to foster a good relationship between countries, respect. <laughs> respect is key. Telling the truth, being open and honest with one another. Of course. Ooh, you think a Wuhan virus started in Wuhan? You're some kind of crazy person. You're some kind of lunatic. Why, why you think of such a thing? The origins of COVID-19 hit a very raw nerve. Australian ministers claim that the virus originated from Wuhan, ah, from China. Right. And they did not pinpoint any other places as a possible origin. Here. 
Wow. Wow. Semper Reloaded, in all fairness, you are troublemakers. Exactly. And you're hurting my, you're hurting my feeling. Yeah, some basic questions proved elusive. Did the coronavirus, which is currently infecting the world, come from China? I think it's uh, up to the scientists to find out uh, the origin. To be clear, you're saying it didn't originate in Wuhan? Uh, that we, we should leave the work to scientists. <laughs> we did already. We already did that. <laughs> Bro, we already did. See, I, I understand the difficulty from, you know, this guy's position because all of the Chinese scientists who said that it started in Wuhan no longer exist. <laughs> They're no longer around. We can't ask them anymore because they've just magically disappeared. It's the darndest thing. You know, you know, I think we should trust a scientist. We should talk to a scientist. Okay, where's the local scientist in Wuhan? We don't know. He uh, disappeared. He go on longer vacation. He living on a farm now. He go to work on a farm somewhere. Okay, where's the farm? It's a long way away. I cannot take. It's too far. Too far drive. But he don't want to talk to you anymore. All oh, right. Well, wasn't there another scientist who said that it started in Wuhan? Yes, yes, a woman. Yes, yes. Where is she? We can't say. We don't know. She disappeared. We think maybe she in Australia. You are harboring Chinese uh, scientists down there. Coming up with uh, propaganda. You're, you're a troublemaker. Why are you always making trouble? You know, we hurt your feeling. You hurt our feeling, Australia. Why you make? He go bye-bye. <laughs> and why won't China's trade and agriculture ministers take calls from their Australian why counterparts? Why won't I don't think we have received any request for a phone call. They're doing the old trick of like when you're late on your rent. Seriously. <laughs> so, okay. Australia Australia hurt our feelings by saying that they want an investigation into the origins of the coronavirus. It's wrong to say that the coronavirus started in Wuhan. We need to listen to the scientists. Okay, where are the scientists? We don't know. We disappeared them. <laughs> okay. So you put all these trade sanctions on Australia. Because you're upset that Australia wants an investigation. And then when the foreign when the trade minister calls and has to keep repeatedly saying, they are refusing to talk to us. They are refusing to deal with us. They will not even answer the phone when we call about these trade negotiations. He gets asked about it. You know, I think uh, my secretary is uh you know sick of that day. She not have world coronavirus though. But I think you know we never make a you know, we never make a phone. We never get a phone call. It's like when the landlord comes looking for it. Bro, I tried calling you. I didn't get a phone call. <laughs> I didn't. You, did you try to call me, mate? Yeah, of course I tried to call you. I'm trying to get the rent. Oh, man, I didn't get a phone call. I didn't get a message. I don't know. Message bank just doesn't seem to be working or something. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, don't you think I would have called you back if you called? Right? Don't you think I would have answered the phone? Of course I would answer the phone if you call. I don't think you ever called. But look, I'm calling right now. I'm calling your phone right now. You know, I you know, I just kind of find maybe my phone is on uh, silent, and you know we can kind of answer the phone. You know, my secretary she's not been well lately. She's been very sick. She'd be sick home. Maybe their message on the desk, I haven't seen yet. But no, I don't think Australia ever call us. 
By the way, why you hurt our fearing? I don't think we have received any request for a phone call. <laughs> Respect surely must begin with the truth. The Trade Minister's oh, office says there have been six requests for phone calls, with the latest made last week. So one... F- <laughs> no, we never, we never get a phone call. We never get a message. ...thing will guide both sides of this difficult relationship. Our sovereignty, uh, just like theirs, uh, just like theirs, I think will be paramount. Chris Yulman, 9 News. Okay, one more time. A senior Chinese diplomat has accused Australia of hurting his country's feelings. That's terrible. Sorry, I'd love to apologise. Can I give you a call? Oh, we not get a phone call. We not have a phone. Sorry, phone got disconnected last week, bro. Nothing I can do about it. All right. I want to play you this. Because this is another thing that Lady Boog sent to me last night. This is horrifying. So as you all know, because of the virus that didn't start in China and has nothing to do with China, and, uh, you know, we don't want to hurt our China fearing, um, due to that, using that as an excuse, <clears throat> the state below mine in the great nation of Australia, otherwise known as the People's Democratic Republic of Victoria, the most left-wing state in the country. Uh, The government there is being praised, believe it or not, for having the military patrolling the streets for what they call stage four lockdowns. Yes, the literal military is patrolling the streets in Victoria, in Melbourne, second largest city in the country. A whole state of around 7 million people have been placed under virtual house arrest. So this video was on... Facebook last night, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a woman who apparently put on Facebook something like, I'm going to go for a walk in the park with my son. Okay, that's the context of this. She wrote that on Facebook. I'm going to go for a walk in the park with my son and, and then said something like, um, to show that we're allowed to do this. We're, we have the freedom. You're allowed to go and take a walk in the park with your kid. Following her posting that on Facebook, She received a knock at the door by the boys in blue, Victoria's finest, and this is what transpired. Hi. Oh, no. (laughs) Are you going to open a door? Uh, No. Oh, fucking Facebook videos. Let's try and refresh this. You just can't play them full screen for some reason. Oh, no. No. She's not dumb. She's not dumb. First thing, are you going to open the door? No. No. Remember, we've said it before and I'll say it again. At the start of this lockdown stuff, I said to you, you watch. The relationship between citizen and the police is going to be damaged long term for this. Because you can't go around arresting people not breaking any law and expect the rep- the reputation, at least, you know, public image of the police to suffer. Now, whether that's down to the politicians asking the police to do things, whether it's down to the police, you know, not using discernment in certain cases and going too far, that's a different discussion entirely. But the main, the main crux of the issue is when you, you know, use the riot squad to chase people off beaches and when you handcuff people because they're eating pizza in their car, 
And when you show up at somebody's doorstep because they put on Facebook that they're going to take a walk in the park, the respect level that the average person has for the police will drop. There's, there's no other way around it. And so before where, you know, maybe even six months ago, when the police knocked at somebody's door, they would probably have opened the door and said, hi, what's the matter? You know why? Because they don't feel like they haven't done anything. You know, if you, if you don't have like a guilty conscience, if you're not worried about something, you would open the door and say, hi, how can I help you? What's going on? Right. But because of the last six months, because of the over-policing, because of the overreach, now people are like, they're knocking on the door and people are like, no, I'm, I'm not going to open a door. Get a fucking warrant. Come back with a warrant if you want me to open the door. And everybody's got the camera out because now everybody suspects when they see the police, it's going to be one of those scenarios instead of like a harmless, innocent one, right? And But <clears throat> the politicians are blaming you for this. They're blaming the citizens oh, you need to follow the order. If you're not following the orders, you're going to make it worse. It's like, no, 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 no. You can't blame the citizens now. You've done this to them. You have created this environment. You have fostered this atmosphere between the citizens and the police now. It's like beating, it's it's like the husband beating the wife when the dinner is cold, when he gets home from work and then blaming her for the beating. You know, he shows up an hour late, so dinner's cold on the table. He beats her half to death because the dinner's cold and then says, you know, all of this happened because the dinner was cold. It's the exact same scenario. The kind of psychological damage that is being done to citizens in Western countries is going to last a long, 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 long time. And remember at the start of the year when they said, this is going to last all year. Remember how we laughed at them? Remember how we said, yeah, right couple of months tops but that's one thing remember how they promised us if we just go along with the lockdown it will only last a few weeks remember that remember that remember it was all about flattening the curve right hey just do what you're told just go along with the lockdowns for a few weeks and then we can all go back to normal stop being a troublemaker stop making trouble citizen just do what you're told stay inside Take the orders, listen to the rules, follow. Congratulations, Australia. You're so good at following the rules. It's all about flattening the curve, guys. We've got to flatten that curve. And now we live in a scenario where if one person gets sick in a suburb, the whole city has to be locked down again. One person. You cannot flatten the curve any more than it's already been flattened. The government recently announced that they are maintaining the job keeper program which is the the money that gets paid to people who can't work right because of the coronavirus lockdown that's now been extended get this into march next year march next year not december this year not november this year march next year end of the first quarter in 2021 so if you think that you know if we just keep following the rules, if we just keep doing what they say, everything will go back to normal. <laughs> that was that was five months ago. This happened a couple of days ago. Remember, this started by her posting on Facebook that she's going to take a walk in the park with her son. The police show up at her front door. I warrant. What's your name? Pardon? Megan. 
About what? About a Facebook post. About what though? The police are coming to talk to you about a Facebook post, ladies and gentlemen. Remember a couple of years ago how we were doing memes and telling jokes and you know, reading the stories about the police showing up in Germany to people who wrote Facebook posts and arresting them. Remember that? It'll never happen here, right? Oh, those crazy Germans. Those crazy Germans and their crazy laws. Those crazy crazy Swedish people. It'll never happen here. You know, we've got freedom. They'll never try that shit down here. Right. Sorry, we're here to speak to you about something you put on Facebook. Scary stuff. How did you my system? I'm not on the system though. I don't have any ID. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't open How did you find me on the system when I don't have any ID? Like I have no license. I have no passport. How? Can I ask how though? How did you find me on the system? I don't have a driver's license. I don't have a passport. I have no idea. Can I ask you how you found me? His response, I don't know. We're here. We just we just magically popped up. <laughs> uh, you see, what, what was happening was we were just going around knocking on every single door in the state. We knocked on 12 million doors this morning and eventually we got to your house. It's like... It's like Santa Claus visiting all the boys and girls on Christmas Eve. You know how time slows down for Santa? Because otherwise he could never go and visit all the little boys and girls. <laughs> so he's he, he's able to break the laws of time. Santa Claus and this constable from the Victorian police, they're the only ones who have this power. <laughs> how did you find me? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. And it's sad. I just popped up. I, I clicked my heels together three times and here I was on your front lawn. <laughs> good, good, good reasoning, bro. Stem. Fascist hippie in the I chat. Proud to be an Australian. <laughs> Where at least I know I'm free. <laughs> I have, yeah. But everything's been recorded, is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when you see the speech about a Facebook post that you put on a little bit earlier today? Yep. Wow. Uh, I said to go for a walk. I said go to your local park, which is actually allowed. And I said to go for an hour, which is allowed. So I didn't say to meet people. I said go for a walk. So look at the little look at the little notepad. Maybe that's where they found the maybe that's where they found the special location of this person who has no identification on Facebook. I mean, do you feel safe knowing that the police are monitoring Facebook posts to see if people are taking walks in the park? Right? Thank, thank you for keeping me safe. <laughs> this, this comes, mind you, this comes from the same city which for the last five years has had a recorded uh, epidemic of gang violence. Like, uh, warring gangs of... Sudanese individuals have been recorded like on the streets in Melbourne, you know, having like, you know, like 50 versus 50 huge gang fights in the middle of the CBD with machetes and shit. Local residents in various um, Melbourne suburbs have actually started like Neighbourhood Watch again. Remember Neighbourhood Watch was a thing a while ago and then it kind of went away. 
they've started doing the same thing again, <clears throat> pardon me, because they repeatedly say that the police will refuse to do anything about it. You know, the police, you don't want to be called a racist now. You don't want to be called a racist. So when you see um, these gangs of, you know, made up primarily of certain demographics, the police will do everything they can to avoid the, the problem, to avoid the scenario, to avoid the situation. So these residents in these streets are now doing it themselves. They're policing their own streets. And then the police come out and say, oh, we don't want you to do that. <laughs> we don't want you to take the law into your own hands now. It's our job. And you're like, oh, okay, can I call you? And then they turn into a Chinese ambassador. Oh, we didn't get a phone call. Sorry. Secretary must have been sick that day. Exactly. Kitty B in the chat. The gangs are fine. Your walks to the park are what is threatening the public. Exactly, right? So we must have solved all of the other crime. But it's not even the walk in the park that's the problem. It's the Facebook post about the walk in the park. That's the problem, right? Yes, Gangs of New York shit. Exactly. You can find all the clips. They're all they're on YouTube. Just look it up. Melbourne Gang War. You'll find them. So, so it's not even... They didn't even arrest her at the park. That's not the problem. The problem is she put something on Facebook about it. I just picture like a room of police in front of like with smartphones looking up Facebook posts <laughs> and like the phone's ringing off the hook, you know? Hello, police. Somebody just kicked in my shop window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm following this um, 60-year-old pensioner who says that she wants to read a book on the beach. Get down there, Johnson. Get down there. Put a stop to it. <laughs> right? Sir, we got reports of a car being burned in the city center. It seems that there is some kind of gang warfare taking place. Uh, a bunch of individuals have been seen with machetes. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. We'll get to that after we address the woman who's posting things on Facebook. I mean, priorities, people. You guys can show you the post if you want, or you guys can have a look at it. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, I won't because you're live and I don't want to. Just, just for my own safety, I am live. Just in case <laughs> anything happens. Um, so I can't not a problem. No, it's not a problem. <laughs> just press one in the chat if you think it's genuinely not a problem. Press two in the chat if you think the moment that she put the phone down and opened the door, things might become, say, problematic. <laughs> what do you think is going on here? No, it's not a problem. We're just here to talk. We just want to talk to you. Hey, hey, come on now. We just want to have a couple of words, all right? I'm not saying, I'm just saying. You know, Frankie two times over here was telling me about, you know, you may be putting some things out there for people to see. You know, don't worry about, don't worry about the gun. Don't even look about the gun. I keep the gun for my protection. I'm actually for your protection. I got the gun to protect you. <laughs> look, I'm not trying to intimidate anybody over here, all right? I'm just trying, I'm just trying to talk to you. We're just going to have a little talk. Why don't you open the door? Why don't you let me in, huh? We'll have a cup of coffee. We'll sit down. We'll have a little talk. Next thing you know, you're rolled up in a carpet and thrown off a bridge. Are you the post? But if you guys are talking about a post, how did you guys find out about it? Because we're monitoring posts in relation to the, uh, in relation to the process in the gang We are monitoring Facebook posts. Woo! Boom. Thank you for keeping me safe, police officer. Thank you for reading Facebook posts all day and finding out where the problematic people are. 
Uh, how did you find me? I don't even have any ID. I don't know. I just showed up here. I just found you. It was a, it was a miracle. Monitoring Facebook posts. Yeah. I, I mean, with this information, I'm surprised more people aren't pranking Facebook now. Right? Because you still have a right to lie on Facebook. You still have a right to write shit. You still have a right to shitpost on Facebook. So if you shitpost on Facebook about, you know, doing something and the police show up at your door, are you then committing a crime? Is that is that the is that the road we're heading down now? Think about it. Think about it. If everybody started like shitposting on Facebook about like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, could they arrest you for lying on Facebook? Just imagine it. Wouldn't that be something? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Did you get a message? Sorry. Sorry to interrupt you, mate. <laughs> sorry, I just got a text message. So I just wanted to speak to you about it. What, what was your reason for putting the post up and what was your intentions in relation to it? Wow. What was your reason for putting the post up on Facebook and what was your intention? I beg your fucking pardon? What? See, call, call me crazy. Call me insane. But I thought, you know, after you arrest somebody and say that, like, you were in the vicinity of a bank robbery, right? You were driving around in your car and a bank robbery took place and you were in the area and no one can vouch for your whereabouts during that time. It would be reasonable at that point you know, in my opinion, my humble opinion, which is obviously wrong, for the police to, you know, come around and say, hey, look, somebody witnessed your car in the area. And you can be like, yeah, yeah, I was down there at the bank. I was making withdrawals. Like, okay, can I ask what your intention was like that day? Like, what was the reason that you went out that day? What was the reason that you were in the area? Seems fair, to, fair enough to me to ask that. But now... Somebody puts on Facebook, I'm going to take a walk in the park with my son. Knock, knock, knock. Uh, what's your intention uh, to walk in the park with my son? Genius. What was the reason that you put that on Facebook? Well, obviously to get a visit from you, Constable Care. <laughs> obviously to meet you, you stud. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> why, do, why do people put on Facebook that they're going to a Chinese restaurant that night? Why do people put on Facebook that they're knitting a new blanket? Why do people put on Facebook that they're sitting at home watching Netflix? Why do people put on Facebook that they're eating a bag of Doritos? Why do people put on Facebook that they're having trouble shitting? Because that's what Facebook is. You don't need a reason. It's there to just waste everybody's time. It's there to just put in your random thoughts and your random activities. What's your intention behind posting on Facebook? I don't know. Got to tell somebody. <laughs> What's your my next question would be, what's your intention of being here knocking on my fucking door about it? What's your motivation for doing this? Um to go for a walk. What's yeah. your intention to go for a walk? Uh, no, just me and my son actually. Why would you post that on Facebook then? Because everyone wants to go for a walk and Why did you post that on Facebook? This is real. This is real footage. 
I posted on Facebook, I'm taking a walk with my son. Okay, why did you post that on Facebook? None of your fucking business, mate. If you've got a problem with that, talk to Facebook. Right? And what, am I missing something here? Why did you post that on Facebook? Because I fucking wanted to. That's all you need to know. <laughs> That's it. You don't even need to know that. If you have a problem with what people are posting on Facebook, go to Facebook. Jesus Christ. And again, I ask the question, do you feel safe? Because I have conversations constantly with people off air in my life who are in favor of this, who like this. And I just keep telling them, just wait until they're knocking on your door because that's when it'll change. Remember the story we covered from New York, right? All of the people in New York were all in favor of putting up roadblocks and having lockdowns and having travel restrictions, right? Yay, thank you. Thank you, Bill de Blasio, for keeping us safe. Thank you, Governor Cuomo. You're like Jesus, right? But then all it took was one weekend of roadblocks, of stopping people going in and out of New York City. And then all of a sudden, you've got all of these people, well, I didn't think they were going to go this far. This is very inconvenient. I'm supposed to be in Maryland this weekend. I'm supposed to be down in Virginia. I don't think it's fair to block people coming in and out. I haven't done anything wrong. I'm not sick. Why are they stopping me at this roadblock? Why can't I just drive through? All of a sudden, all of the people who are in favor of it would just wake up the next day and go, actually, I don't think I'm in favor of it. Because that's the reality of people. That's human psychology. Nobody gives a fuck until it affects them. That's why we have such a hard time, you know, in this space, talking about basic shit like basic human rights and individual freedom. That's why it's so difficult to get through to people. Because until theirs are taken away, they do not give a fuck. They don't think about it. That's why 70% of the people of Baltimore want literal Iraq war spy planes flying over their head 24 hours a day. That's why 70 or 80% of people in lockdown cities are in favor of lockdown. Because, hey, they're only locking up those 3,000 people in those apartment blocks. It's, not, it's got nothing to do with me. Not my problem. And then when they knock on your door, all of a sudden it becomes a problem. And by then it's too fucking late because you've given green light after green light after green light after green light until your rights are nothing but a tattered mess of ash on the floor in a burning pile of rubble. And then you don't have a fucking leg to stand on. You know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. That's the real black pill here. The black pill isn't, you know, thinking that everything's going to end tragically. The black pill is understanding that most people either don't care or fucking want it to. They agree with it. That's the black pill. When you realize that 70% of the people around you and in your vicinity disagree with you and they want this, they can't wait to hand over their freedom. They can't wait to hand over their rights. Thank you for keeping me safe. Well, <laughs> ordinarily, I wouldn't have a problem with this, but you've got to protect me. You've got to keep me safe. You know, there's, there's an old line from a founding father in the United States, something to do with those who would trade uh, liberty for safety, right? Uh, you know, that old thing. I mean, fuck me, the guy running to be the most powerful man in the free world literally says that thing when referring to the Constitution. That, I don't know, that thing over there. <laughs> and most people don't care. Oh, you mean the document 
that fundamentally enshrines basic human liberty, not just in the United States, but the ideal of it, you know, around the Western world. You mean that thing? That thing? And so people know to go for a walk and that it's allowed. You're not in any trouble. But there's... You're not in any trouble. We just There's just three policemen standing out the front of my house with fucking their hand. Look at the hand on the fucking gun, huh? Look at it. Just in case. Just in case. Little alpha move there. I'm just resting my hand on my gun belt. Don't worry. You're not in any trouble. I just want to ask you why you post things on Facebook, citizen. Or anything like that. But there's three of you here with how many cop cars? Two. So you guys need two cop cars for one person and three people. <laughs> good honour. Fucking good honour. <laughs> it looks like you called half the fucking damn precinct down here. <laughs> Don't worry, you're not in any trouble. Oh, obviously. That's why you brought the riot squad with you. Because it's just a... Oh, we're just having a little chat. Who knows? Maybe it would take half of the squad to tackle me to the ground. Put a gun in my back and put me in cuffs, huh? You know, my little boy, he's only eight years old, but he can pack a punch. Have you ever had one of those eight-year-old punches in the balls? Man, it's crippling. <laughs> Lucky you brought the tear gas and the battering ram. Just got to keep... Because we're keeping you safe, citizen. <laughs> oh, this is going well. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So why can't two of you just come and not three? It's good. Well, you only need two. <laughs> I like her. I like her. Wow. Well, you only need two. Okay. <laughs> I think you only need two. Women have this incredible ability, regardless of the situation, to just divert men into pointless conversations. Nine times out of ten, I'm against it. You know, like if I'm if I'm talking about with my wife about something important. You know, be like, oh, should we do this? And she's like, yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, Jenny got her hair cut the other day, and you should see. And I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I always go like, well, well, I don't. Why are we talking about Jenny's fucking haircut? Focus on the task at hand. And she's like, well, I'm mentioning Jenny's hair because you talked about that place, and that's next to the salon. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I get, I get it. Just fucking, we could talk about Jenny's hair later. Just focus on this now. <laughs> Women have this incredible ability to sidetrack you into dead-end conversations. She's doing it now to the cop. So nine times out of ten, I'm against it. One time out of ten, in this situation, I'm for it. So wait, if I'm not in trouble, why did you bring three policemen? Well, because that's our thing. It's like, mm-hmm, well, I think you could have only brought two. Don't you think two would be enough? <laughs> Look, whatever. Two, three, who cares? We're here now. No, but I, I think I want to discuss this. Why didn't only one of you show up? Don't you have somewhere else to be? Don't you have something else to do? Two, I can understand, but three's a little much, don't you think? I want to talk about this. <laughs> Good. Waste his time. Fuck. And we don't know what we're walking into, so we come for our safety and yours. No, right. You can we, see. We come for our safety and yours. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for keeping me safe. <laughs> thank you for keeping me safe, policeman. Can I have your date of birth? 9-11-92. 9-11. Now it's time to get her details. Give me your date of birth. Mm-hmm. 92. For posting something on Facebook. And you live here, Yes. Just to 
relation to the posts, yep. if, if your intention was just to go for a walk, yep. no problems. Which it is, and it's just, you know, telling the community that they can walk too. I understand that. If you can be shown that your intention was to promote to have a group of people what? attend a park in contravention. Look, he's not even wearing the mask properly. Look at it. Look at the nose hanging over the top of the mask. I'm not even a big anti-mask guy. But you, officer, you've shown up at this woman's doorstep. You're questioning her about a Facebook post. You've shown up with two of your fellow officers, resting your hand on your gun, asking her what her intention was about posting the Facebook post about taking a walk in the park, grilling her at her doorstep. Because why? Oh, we're protecting people during the coronavirus. It's all about keeping people safe. It's all about protecting people. You can't even wear the fucking mask properly. Have a look at him. Look at the nose hanging out. He doesn't even... He's not even following the guidelines that he is enforcing. Right there. And I think a lot of that mask shit is bullshit too. But if you're going to go around and, you know, swing your fucking dick around on somebody's doorstep and talk about how you're keeping them safe from coronavirus and you're just trying to enforce the law, you better fucking show up with that mask on properly. What a circus. What a fucking circus. And I know it's an autistic thing to get pissy about, but let's be real here. Show up like you, like you care, like you give a fuck, or don't. Don't go. Credible. Of the, uh, of the lockdown orders right now, you can actually be charged with an offence called incitement, okay? Well, it's just... It's just Whoa! <laughs> this is about to get real for a whole lot of people who did not see it coming. You know, we saw it coming because you know why? Because we don't walk around with painted-on smiles here on this show going, yeah, everything's going to be great as long as we follow the rules. Thank you for keeping me safe. We don't do that here on this show. And a lot of people don't like that we don't do it. A lot of people would prefer if we were just fucking cheerleading all the time, pretending like everything's okay. And a lot of people are about to get a rude fucking shock. Have a listen to this. So he's telling her, if your intention of posting it on Facebook was to get other people to go to the park, you can be arrested for incitement. I'm not joking. If you posted on Facebook that you're taking a walk in the in a park with the intention of getting other people to join you, you can be arrested for inciting. Incitement. Incitement to walk in the park. Not incitement to violence, not incitement to crime, not incitement to hate speech, not incitement to genocide, incitement to enjoy a leisurely stroll in the sunshine. Arrest that woman. Take her down immediately. Fucking unbelievable. And you live there? Yes. Just in relation to the posts. Yep. If your intention Have a listen was to this. just to go for a walk, yep. no problems. Which it is. And it's just, you know, telling the community that they can walk too. I understand that. If it can be shown that your intention was to promote to have a group of people attend a park in contravention of the uh, of the lockdown orders right now, you can actually be charged with an offence called incitement, okay? Well You can actually be charged with incitement. 
incitement to get people to enjoy a walk in the park. How awful. How fucking horrible. 2020, ladies and gentlemen. And again, the sad reality is most people will not care until it affects them. Oh, it's just, it's just like <clears throat> literally liberating people to go for a walk. Like if you want to go for a walk, go for a walk. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. We can charge you with a criminal offence. It's at this point I would like to make a special mention to my friends, my family, my fellow content creators in some cases, who believe that lockdown laws and enforcement of said laws are nothing but a good thing which are keeping you safe. When they come for you, after one of your many trolly posts on social media, where you say something like ingest, or even not even ingest, when you say something like, I'm going to enjoy a walk in the park, why don't you? If you put something like that on Facebook and you're in favour of the lockdown and you've been telling me that it's such a good thing and it needs to be policed and just shut the hell up, stop causing trouble, stop being a conspiracy theorist, if you're one of those people and they drag you out of your home and put you in the police car and take you off down the station and you'll be screaming the whole way with tears running down your cheeks saying, this is bullshit, this is bullshit, I have a right to do this, what the fuck is going on here? I'm going to give you the hot tip. Don't call me. Don't call me. Don't call me to complain. Don't call me for help. Don't even call me and say, shit, Boogs, you were right. Don't do it. Don't even do it. Just savour it. Enjoy. Enjoy where you're at. Coffee Talk with Sandra. Fuck those motherfuckers. Thank you for joining us. Coffee Talk with Sandra on later tonight with Doc Martin and UK Neil, I believe, at 9pm. So don't even call me. Don't call me to say I was right. Don't call me to say, you know, shit, I should have listened. Don't don't bother. Don't want to know. Thank you for the Diamond Dayton, Ohio show. Right on, Sandra. Oh, no, we're not going to get your phone number out there. Uh, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Keeping you safe. Keeping you safe. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the Diamond Periverse. Thank you for the sub, Sandra. Uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a quick five-minute break. We'll be back with more on the other side of the Daily Boogie on a Friday night. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back in five. Narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter, at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in, in their millions, right around the world. Hello.
Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have the Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ! What are you fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> you. <laughs> you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. <laughs> you just, you do this without the hat. <laughs> so you're not enjoying it? No. <laughs> Dude, Asian oh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on, you secretly guy. love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so. Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Aloha and welcome to Pirate Radio, Ladies of Liberty, the hot seat. Or maybe this is my daily traffic report. I don't know. As you can tell, I, I seem to have a problem with commitment to one type of platform. I, I think doctors refer to that as uh, ADD. Uh, but anyways, if you want to follow any of those shows, you want to catch me live every single day of the week, you can follow me at Real Person Politics. That's Real Person P-L-T-C-S. Aloha. Another ain't no rest for the wicked Until we close our eyes for good This Justin. The global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right on. This world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. Second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you so much for joining us. Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. Uh, once again, just a quick reminder, if you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Uh, become a subscriber. Uh, hit the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. Become a booger. Hit the subscribe button on DLive. Leave a tip, dlive.tv or streamlabs.com slash boogiebumper. And give us a follow on Twitter, at boogiebumper. All right. So much more to get through. Just before we get too much further, because we just played the commercial break, I'm going to play it one more time. The great Shamani, ladies and gentlemen, because I think it's the it is literally the best promo that I've ever been sent to play for somebody else. This is the new standard in promos here on the Daily Boogie. And again, I'll put the call out. 
Um, if you're part of the Daily Boogie fam and you want, well, fam is such a gay word. Uh, if you're part of the Daily Boogie universe, the Boogie Stan, if you're a Boogie Stanian, a passport carrying member of Boogie Stan, the nation of Boogie Stan, and you're a streamer or a video creator or whatever, you do a podcast, if you can put together like a 30 second, one minute clip that it's, it's got to have some kind of like voiceover in it because it's used on the podcast as well. So if it's just video and text, it's no good to me, right? Like it might be good for video, but it's like, if you're listening to the podcast, it's just sound, right? So help me out a little bit. Uh, it's got to have some kind of voiceover or some kind of, you know, speech in it where it talks about what you're doing. Otherwise I can't play it. So <clears throat> if you want you know, to be played in our in our ads and support the shows that support us, then please just put one together and send it through. But I have to warn you, this is now the gold standard for promos on this show. The great Chamani, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv slash Chamani. One more time. Do you suffer from mass hysteria, not knowing whether to wear a mask or not? Do you suffer from paranoia, constantly in fear of Karens? So Do you good. suffer from anti-laughing, the inability to laugh and smile no matter what happens to you? Well, it's Char Worthington here with Char Money Live. You can have a Chahoochanani of a good time. We have everything from current events to a Chasorson of a Karen, where these Chikarens just be going Chikarens. Chikarens. It's off the hinge. <laughs> we even got Karens jumping off of trailers. We got Karens going Chikarensy over french fries. We even have Karens that think they have the force. It's insane over here, Chamala. <laughs> so I appreciate you. Come on down. We got the phone lines. They're always open. We'd love to have you. What a genius. Such effects may include dizziness, lack of oxygen due to hysterical laughing, and inability to shield off Karen's to come within six feet of your vicinity, expansion of the mind due to the overload of factual information, not fake news, confidence with lack of bullshit in your life, and the instant ability to become based. For instant help with any of these symptoms, please contact the Chamala hotline immediately or seek your closest work friend who may be able to calm you during your time transition from sleep to awake. Brilliant. The great Chamala, ladies and gentlemen. DLive.tv slash your money. All right. So now I want to give you, because it is Friday night, let's ease you into the weekend. I want to give you the choice here. Daily Boogie multiple choice. Where do you want to go? What direction do you want to take this last section of the show for the week here on the Daily Boogie broadcast? Which direction do you want to go in? Do you want to keep it light and fluffy or do you want to, you know, do you want to have a little bit of whimsical, whimsical anger? So I can either give you um, angry woman screaming at phone in car and then uh, rant, another rant after that, or I can give you something that was sent to me a few days ago by Ben K. Veritas. I can give you the male version of Cardi B. You decide. Press one in the chat if you want anger. Press two in the chat if you want the male version of Cardi B. <laughs> Chamani did knock it out of the park. It was sensational. Absolutely brilliant. Loved it. Dun, dun, dun. See a couple of twos. It's looking like two. All right. The twos have it. We'll, the twos have it. We'll save our angry girl for another time. Ladies and gentlemen, Ben K. Veritas sent me this with no warning whatsoever. He just sent it to me. He said, hey, look at this. <laughs> Here he is. Now, this has got a bit of age on it. This is about five years old. <clears throat> but sometimes, you know, sometimes the world doesn't recognize your brilliance until much later. 
I've often spoken about the story of Ignaz Hemmelweis. Most people don't know who he is. He was the doctor that discovered that microscopic germs exist in hospitals, right? So back at the time, I think it was like in the 1700s, um, if you were giving birth, like you had like a 50-50 chance of dying during childbirth. And this doctor named, you know, Dr. Hemmelweis, he discovered that doctors were going from patient to patient and not washing their hands. And he said, look, there's these microscopic things called germs. They live on the hands and you're spreading the germs around and this is killing people unnecessarily. And they said he was a fucking lunatic and he's look at crazy old Dr. Hemmelweis over there believing in microscopic living beings. Wow, what a lunatic. He ended up dying in an insane asylum because he was so convinced. He was like the original germaphobe, right? But he was actually right. <laughs> and it wasn't until years after he died that all of the doctors were like, oh, hang on, he was right. So, you know, sometimes the world catches up. So I don't normally play stuff that's this old, like five, six years old, but I think now is the time. With the success of Cardi B and Wet Ass Pussy, we're going to check in with Leon Lewis, the male Cardi B, with this track that was sent to me by Ben K. Veritas with no context whatsoever. Just enjoy. Have a look at this. Uh, launching his rap career six years ago. Let's have a look. Sorry, Irrational Times. I saw Irrational Times in the chat. Irrational Times does tremendous work. He made a brilliant uh, theme for this show, and we love Irrational Times. He does great videos. Sorry, Irrational Times, you're out. <laughs> I want Leon Lewis to write the next Daily Boogie promo song. <laughs> it's Daily Boogie. Eat and push. <laughs> no teeth, straight gums, nigga. <laughs> That's going to be... It has to be our new... I have to get in touch with this guy. Hopefully he's not dead. Hopefully. And hopefully he's unemployed so we can throw him a couple of bucks and say, hey, write us a new theme song, bro. It's Daily Boogie. Eating pussy. <laughs> I need this. I want this to happen. So sorry, Rational Times. You're out of there. We're going to get Leon Lewis in <laughs> to write the Daily Boogie Pussy Eating song. Can't <laughs> lick a eating pussy. That's how I dick him. A real nigga eating 
pussy cause I love cat A real nigga sucking pussy cause I like that I'm Leon Lewis, Leon Lewis Coffee talk with Sandra with the diamond Teeth for sure in the way Yeah, rip those teeth out if you really want to please the ladies Well, maybe you can collaborate <laughs> Rational times, I'm fired <laughs> Maybe you can collaborate with Leon Lewis can we do that? Can we get an Irrational Times featuring Leon Lewis? Because <laughs> then that would be the ultimate. That's how I, dick I just We just don't have a big enough staff. I can't keep you both on. So I'm definitely going to approach Leon because <laughs> I want him to write us a song. <laughs> Daily Boogie. Eating pussy, nigga. A real nigga eating pussy because of love. Oh, I missed the diamond. I've been terrible lately because with the new setup in the studio, um, Amberlina with the diamond, ladies and gentlemen. This more, this message brought to you by Bumpy. Yes, Bumpy, a very happy Bumpy down there in Texas. Sorry about that. I've got the alerts back on now. With the new setup in the studio, I've like things are in different places and stuff. And lately, I've been forgetting to like unmute the the alerts after the commercial breaks and stuff. I'll get I'll get there. Don't worry. Stick with me, guys. Stick with me, boogsters. We'll get, we'll make it someday. We'll make it to New York, won't we, Mister Simpson? Sure, we will, Timmy. Sure, we will. Ben K. Veritas with the diamond. This is the guy who messed up Cardi's pH levels. Yeah, a real nigga sucking. I lick them good when I lick down between them thighs. That protein pussy, it helps keeps me alive. They always smiling. They happy. They don't never frown. Yeah. 30 years. This shit is fucking lit, man. 50 pounds. I'm eating good, my nigga. It's like I'm eating steak. Can I come to your house with your girl on my plate? I guarantee I'll make your bitch. <laughs> That's the best line in the whole thing. <laughs> I eat them good, nigga. Like I eat steak. Can I come to your house with your girl on my plate? <laughs> Look at the hero shot. What a fucking Chad. What a king. Mr. Steal Your Girl. Look at that. <laughs> Straight fire. I love him. You've made a lot of fans here tonight, sir. <laughs> Let's keep going here. <laughs> Steph with the diamond. Thank you for joining us, Steph. Boogie bumper bumpy gummer. <laughs> Straight gums, nigga. Alive. They always smiling. They happy. They don't never frown. 30 years eating pussy gang, 50 pounds. I'm eating good, <laughs> my nigga. It's like I'm eating steak. Can I come to your house with your girl on my plate? I guarantee I make your bitch wanna leave home. Ask her why. She'll tell you my tongue is so long. Lick the soul And the tongue flash. I lick the soul deep. She said you eat pussy, but you can't out eat me. I eat the Pussy cause I love to make them hoes come. You blessed with the dick, I'm blessed with the tongue. Boom. I'm Leon Lewis, candy oh. liquor, eating pussy. Fire. That's how I dick them, a real nigga. <laughs> Minister of Fun, give me the diamond. This part made my lady part shiver and not in a good way. Can you breathe through your pussy? Damn, nigga, eating pussy. <laughs> Eating pussy cause I love cat. A real nigga sucking pussy cause I like that. <laughs> you see the guy just walking. I, <laughs> somebody just walks past his door and goes, huh? <laughs> Coffee talk with Sandra. He got a little dick. I don't know. 
I don't know if this is big dick energy as far as I'm concerned. I don't think this is little dick, you know, overcompensation. This guy's got big dick energy. You look very carefully. There's a guy who walks past the door. I think it's a guy and just kind of looks over and goes, huh? <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on in there? <laughs> it looks like mum. I tell you, it looks like mum because she's she's got the little old lady shower cap on. <laughs> I think I've got the sneaking suspicion that Leon Lewis is like a 50-year-old guy who lives in his mum's house who sings songs about, you know, how much he's eaten pussy and what a gangster he is with eating pussy. And <laughs> and mum just walks past the open door of his room. It's like, oh, there he goes. There's my boy again. <laughs> look, look at it. That's mum. I'm telling you. Oh, mum. Very proud mum. Look at my boy. Was that a little man in the boat reference? <laughs> I think he said little man in the boat. That's fantastic. All in my face. Oh shit, I love that. A super duper pussy. Little man in the boat. Hey! <laughs> Sensational. Little man in the boat. Oh, I don't know. Have we seen enough? There's another minute or so. Should we just let it play to the end? <laughs> or should I end it there? <laughs> I feel like I've milked this for all it's worth. Eating pushing. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm playing. What the hell has happened to this show, man? Like, if you go back and listen to the old episodes of, like, The Daily Boogie when I decided, you know what, I'm going to do a regular podcast instead of just random live streams. Like, let's let's... Let's turn this into like an efficient professional operation here. Like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to try. So I'm like, it's very serious topics, you know what I mean? We'd get right into politics and philosophy and all of that kind of shit. And it's just slowly, it's just slowly become this thing where we're now, like we do some serious from time to time, but now, now I'm spending 20 minutes playing a clip of this guy talking about how much he likes eating pussy. I don't know what the hell's going on in my own show. <laughs> what the hell has happened to me? What's happened to me? You've got to finish now. Everybody wants to finish. I, I think everybody's mid, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, we'll finish it up. As long as I've been eating, no hairs in my throat. See, I'm a candy <laughs> lick a bitch. That's my nickname. 
and Leon Lewis, that's my real name. Pussy tastes good to me when you give it up. And pussy tastes a little better when you bust a nut. Oh, you ain't heard of me? Well, bitch, you don't know. So call your friends up, ask them how this thing go. They won't get hard enough for me to beat it. Ain't got no other choice then, bitch, but to eat it. I'm Leon Lewis. Leon Lewis. Can they lick her? Can they lick her? Eating pussy. Eating pussy. That's how I dick That's how I dick A real nigga eating pussy cause I love that. A real nigga sucking pussy cause I like that. Yeah, I'm Leon Lewis. Leon Lewis. Can they lick her? Can they lick her? Eating pussy. Eating pussy. That's how I dick him. How I dick him. A real nigga eating pussy cause I love that. A real nigga sucking pussy cause I like that. I take a pussy spread it open wrap it round my lips. Won't stop sucking on it till it start to drip. That gooey ooey pussy. See that what I be licking. Again, this show is just. <laughs> hey, do you ever listen to the Daily Boogie? Again, this is why I try to explain because sometimes people are like, oh man, you do a good production and stuff. You're going to take off. And I'm like, nah, it'll never happen. You know why? Because. At the moment where somebody wants to tune into political talk, they'll get this. <laughs> and at the point and the moment when somebody wants to listen to this, they'll get political talk. <laughs> we, we our niche is our niche is breaking niches. So it's never gonna grow a, a beyond what we have now. <laughs> which is like maybe like 150 people at best who listen like on different platforms and podcasts and shit. <laughs> that's that's us, man. That's us. That's Boogie Stan. For now and forevermore. Because you bring in a new person, and they're like, yeah, what do you do? Like politics and stuff? And they tune in and it's like, I'm Leon Lewis, eating pussy. And it's like, this isn't the show for me. <laughs> like, we can't please everyone. Fuck them. We're doing what we want. Some got beef flavor and some chicken. I like banana cream, though, because that shit is good. First started licking pussy in my neighborhood. <laughs> now I'm worldwide with it. And I don't care. I take a piece of pussy, bitch, and eat it anywhere. From the church front door to the bathroom. Worst time to catch me, bitches, on a full moon. Take a pussy, bend it over, eat it from the back. And if that pussy good to you, bitch, I tilt my hat. I'm Leon Lewis. Leon Lewis. Can they lick her? Can they lick her? Eating pussy. Eating pussy. That's how I dick em. That's how I a dick real em. nigga eating pussy cause I oh, love the tongue. A real nigga sucking pussy cause I like that. I'm Leon Lewis. Leon Lewis. Can they lick her? Can they lick her? Eating pussy. Eating pussy. That's how I dick em. A real nigga eating pussy cause I love cat. A real nigga sucking pussy cause I like that. Leon Lewis, ladies and gentlemen, the boogie stand anthem. There you go. <laughs> Lady of Diamonds, Gypsy with Diamond. Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Fair did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? How much puss has he crushed? Not nearly enough, I think. He's crushed it all, and then there's still plenty to go. So do we have the new boogie stand national anthem? Maybe we do. Maybe we'll do. We'll put it in the pile. How about that? All right. Let's stay on the let's stay on the theme, ladies and gentlemen. It is Friday night here on the Daily Boogie. Coffee talk with Sandra the Diamond, Leon Lewis, Little Dick Man. Nah, that's Big Dick Energy right there. Here's a fun one for you: Sex offenders in prison to get fish tanks to help keep them calm behind bars. Oh, little fish, little fishy. You can't fuck a fish. This'll work. 
You know, so many people in today's society, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> they believe that the way to deal with aggressive, violent criminal behaviour is to meet that aggressive, violent criminal behaviour with like a hardline attitude. I disagree. The good, the good people, the experts in the UK, ladies and gentlemen, they're thinking outside the square. They're going to give sex offenders pet fish. This will solve it. This will fix the pedophile problem. <laughs> a jail which houses 750 sex offenders has introduced fish tanks on the wings to help keep inmates calm. We've got to keep the pedophiles calm. I mean, there's nothing you want. There's nothing worse than an irate pedophile. Thank you. Uh, the prison, which held one, uh, which held perverted TV stars Rolf Harris, uh, Clown World 2020. Hey Boogie, is there a YouTube link for the knock on the door story? I need to forward that one. No, it's a Facebook video. But what I'll do is after the show's done, when I upload the podcast, I will put the link to that story. If you go to podbean.com slash boogie bumper it's on my <clears throat> go to my timeline there's a link on my on my timeline for the podcast website everything i refer to in every show i link in the podcast description on that website so if you go to podbean and find the daily boogie go to this episode which is called a knock at the door and you'll see the link for that video there now whether it's still up or not like when uh you go to get it i don't know but it's not a youtube clip unfortunately it's a facebook video so you'll have to go through there all right, wait, wait, wait. Uh, the prison, which once held perverted TV star Rolf Harris, and has other animals such as pygmy goats, chickens, and beehives. Inmates have launched their own honey brand called Bespoke Honey. <laughs> Pedophiles are making honey now. This is 2020, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> you catch more children with honey than you do with poison. <laughs> poison is if they if put if they put up a fight. And lags, usually allowed to spend just £25 a month, can blow £100 celebrating their birthdays behind bars in style. A report into HMP Stafford by the Independent Monitoring Board says the residential environment was enhanced by the introduction of fish tanks on a number of wings, which gave a level of responsibility to some residents and was welcomed by all. That's the main thing, ladies and gentlemen. We love making the pedophiles feel safe, don't we? Hey, we love giving the pedophiles a pet fish to keep them calm. Got to look after the pedophiles, ladies and gentlemen. This might help too. If you want to work out whilst engaging in sexual activity, since we're I'm Leon Lewis, Leon Lewis, pussy liquor, pussy liquor, real nigga. Japanese masturbatory aid maker Tenga releases dumbbells so you can pump up while you jerk off. Just what I was looking for. You know, if you're a serial constant masturbator, you're probably not getting a lot of time to go to the gym. Now, here we are killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> because forearm strength and wrist strength is all well and good. But don't you think you should be working up those biceps at the same time? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> How about doing weights while you jerk off? <laughs> I don't even know why we're doing this story. As, because you know why? Because we believe in innovation here on this show. As Japan's leading maker of masturbatory aids, 
Tenga is no doubt well aware that some people may snicker at the vigorous workout its customers are giving their arms and wrists, but the company's newest product that won't be a snide remark, but an accurate description of what's happening. Of course, this is Tenga we're talking about here, whose wacky marketing team has previously released toy robots and party crackers based on the design of its masturbatory aids. So this is just a dumbbell that looks like a Tenga, right? Well, yes and no. You can use the Tenga workout gear as a completely chased piece of fitness equipment as you want. As demonstrated in the video below though, it's designed to be flipped open so you can insert a Tenga inside the metallic shell and then ostensibly insert yourself inside the Tenga. So let's have a look at this. Okay. So here, so he's putting the weight inside the shell. And so you lift, you, you know, you pump this weight with the shell and then... Okay. You flip open the shell. That's where the weight goes. In there, Tenga-san, yes. Okay. Okay. Close the shell over, right? Now, now, you've, now you've got a little dumbbell, okay? Now there's a, if you're listening to podcasts, you can't see, there's a nice little, uh, tight little hole on the bottom of the weight. Let's see what he does with it. Okay, that pops off and it becomes a flashlight. Now, imagination can only take you so far. I need to see this thing in action, wouldn't you agree? Okay. Here we go. <laughs> it looks a lot like the Daily Boogie dildo that we gave away not that long ago. So if you're listening to the podcast, this will be another one that you have to watch the video. I'm sorry if you're a podcast listener. Shout out to the podcast fam. Uh, head over to BitChute, become a subscriber. You're going to have to see this for yourself. Here we go. Here's the demonstration. How to work out while you masturbate. Okay. Yes. Okay, it slides over the implement. Okay. Lou Ferrigno in the chat. Honey, I'm just working out. It's full screen, this. Maybe we need to do it. Maybe we need to do it this way. How about this? Okay, 
so stop bitching. As long as there's pussy, I'm gonna keep licking. From age 18 to 50 to Leon Lewis. I'm a cannon licker, bitch. I'm gonna do me. And I ain't gonna worry about it. I'm number one, man. Pussy milk's in my mouth, not in my hand. I know you're wondering why your bitch won't let you eat the cat. She said he gums good to her. She love that. I'm Leon Lewis. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I don't speak Japanese, but I think he's doing up, down, up, down. あれあれ辛いはい気持ちいい辛い気持ちいい辛い気持ちいい辛いこう辛いだに上腕に投球ああ、goodness。あら。ラストワンフォーザナイトレディスジェントルマン。レッツエンドオンアハイノートビカズ uh, first brought to the program by the lovely Lady Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see what's on the menu tonight. Check in with our boy. Well, I fucked that up. Well done, dickhead. What's going on, Groovers? So this dickhead's <laughs> body this week decided to chuck a fucking sickie into the plants, and as a result, I had to go get a COVID test like a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> on you, mate. On you, say. On you, Nat. Fucking sickie, bro. This did unfortunately ruin my grandiose plans of leaving the fucking house. Yeah. Remember that? Remember going outside? No. <laughs> outside is where the shops are and all the special ingredients for the things we want to make. But I can't yeah. go outside like a lot of us, so yeah. let's make do with what we've got inside. This is no excuse to pull the fucking jar sauce out, champion. So on the spirit of having fuck all left in the house, let's just make something that requires fuck all. Right, right. Eh? let's get the ingredients. All right, I love it. I love a good recipe that requires fuck all. I don't know about you. Like I'm no chef or anything, but I I have been known. I am known as somebody who can walk into a kitchen and just find shit and make a meal out of it. You know what I mean? Like I'm terrible at following a recipe, but if there's little bits and pieces of things, I will make something that's edible. And they're like, "Where did you find this stuff?" It's like just shit that you had in the house. So this is right up my alley, this kind of thing. I'm looking forward to this. Today we're cooking aglio e olio. What? Probably butchered the pronunciation of that, pardon me. <laughs> this seriously has the fucking square root of fuck all in it. And ta- the square root of fuck all. <laughs> Again, this is better than any cooking show on television. It takes half a hot second to make. I mean, I'd hate to ruin our whole fucking shopping list system we've had going on. So fucking... Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what have we got? 300 grams spaghetti, olive oil, parsley, garlic, red chili or chili flakes, salt and pepper, salt and pepper and parmesan. I mean, it kind of defeats the whole purpose of this joke, really. I can't leave the house. What's the point of having a fucking shopping list? Good point. Righto, that's enough. So let's get stuck into this, you pack of indoor Ian's. Right, first thing you want to do is get a pot, fill it up with fucking water, <laughs> put in a big pinch of salt, put it on the stove and turn it on. I, like I know, I know, I've said it before, but the, the whole point with this guy, what makes it so good, is like, I love cooking shows and I love 
cooking and I love chefs and stuff, except that $100 Parmesan. <laughs> Interesting stuff. That's a block. That block would probably cost you about seven bucks. I've got one in the fridge. About seven or eight dollars worth of Parmesan. Um, what I like about this, like, there's no pretentiousness. So I, the thing that stops people from watching cooking shows more is the gayness of the person doing the cooking where it's like, oh, and these wonderful, beautiful tomatoes I bought from an organic garden just down the road are sensational. And you want to prepare these like you want to chop them this way and you want to put in just a little bit of salt. You know, don't do too much. When you see the colour start to change, darling, make sure that you adjust the temperature. You don't want to have it on too hot. But this guy's like, nah, just fill out, fill up a fucking pot of water. <laughs> just throw the fucking shit in it. Cook it until it's cooked. <laughs> Then take it out. Now they'll leave it. Don't fucking touch it. All right. It, it, it's it's the way all cooking shows should be done. Wow. Now the highlight of this fucking dish for me is heaps of gut, heaps of garlic. You can use as little or as lot or as little of garlic as you like. <laughs> as little or as little. So cut up your garlic and don't worry about fucking mincing it really finely. Just roughly cut it up. Just fucking cut it up, mate. Exactly. Time to cut up some chili. You can use fucking crushed chili if you want. But I've got fresh chili. Look at me go. Put the go. chili in the bowl with garlic champion. Fucking woohoo. <laughs> Next, grab yourself a handful of parsley. <laughs> Rip it off. I've got a good parsley chopping technique I'll show you. You want to like wrap it around in itself, plonk it down, and cut it like that. Don't worry about fucking stems. Stems are good shit. Chuck them in too. <laughs> stems are good shit. Chuck them in too. Don't worry about the fucking stems, mate. Just get in there. Just get it done. Righto, that's it. Let's cook it. Don't do that to your knife, by the way. It'll fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you want some, do you? It's not made yet. What's your chili tolerance like? Oh, no, he's a cat guy. Not good. Yeah, I fucking see ya. Righto. <laughs> Righto, first thing we want to do is put the pasta in the water. I prefer spaghetti for this dish, just because I do. Give it a little fucking push down. <laughs> there you go. See, again, a regular chef would be like... I prefer spaghetti for this dish because the sauce, I think, needs more surface area in order to bring out the wonderfully aromatic flavors. And when you use like a, a more stocky or shorter pasta, like say a penne or a ribbon pasta, you're really not going to be able to experience the same kind of explosion on the palate. It's like, fuck all that shit, man. This guy's like, I prefer spaghetti for this dish because I do. Because <laughs> I like it. Fuck off. Put the fucking spaghetti in the pot. I like spaghetti in this one, because I do. <laughs> Lid back on. Righto. This cooks Righto. in less than five minutes, so you Good. want to kind of try and get it in the last fucking five minutes of this cooking. Yep. This dish is a testament to the fact that you only need a couple of things to make your fucking dinner mad. You don't have to get the broom out. Make your dinner mad. Sweep fucking all the stupid shit from your cupboard into the sauce. You can just use a couple of things. Simple, stupid, good. Simple, right, stupid, good. On. Simple, stupid, good. <laughs> Perfect. Fuck. Turn the right heat on. Yeah. Put the pan on. Now you need quite a bit of olive oil for this, like half a cup. Enough oil to just coat <laughs> the bottom of the pan at least. Now you don't want the fucking pan too hot. You don't want to burn the garlic. Burnt garlic tastes like fucking shit. Quickly check on your pasta while your pan's heating up. Awesome. It only takes a couple of minutes. See in with your garlic. Don't burn the garlic. It tastes like fucking shit, mate. Seriously, fucking couple of minutes. That's it. That's the reason you don't want to cut it up too fine, because if you cut it up too fine, it fucking cooks too quick and you fucks it. Ah. There's a place to line it. If you see it stuff. I do, I do like a chunk of garlic. 
I'm making a pasta sauce when I'm done here today. As soon as I'm finished with the show, I'm going down the shop, uh, whipping up a pasta sauce that's going to be slow cooked for like eight hours. It's going to need constant stirring, just on a low heat. But my pasta sauce is fucking world-beating stuff. It's sensational. So I'm looking forward to that. I, I love cooking more than eating. I love eating, don't get me wrong. But there's nothing better than like on a winter's day having like a really fragrant, um, meaty, slow-cooked pasta sauce fill the, the smell fill the house. You know what I mean? I get it in every room and I leave the bedroom door open so all night, even after I go to bed, it stinks like pasta sauce in there. <laughs> My wife loves it. <clears throat> Let's carry on. Starting to turn brown. It's time to boogie. Check time to boogie! Hey! So about... Shout out, boogie papa! I cut it up too fine because you've cut it up. Hi, Nat. He's obviously a big fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> He's obviously a big fan of the Daily Books. Well, hello to you too, Nat. We love your work. Would you like to come on the show? Do a bit of cooking with us? Teach us how to cook some shit up, man. Daily books. Put it up too fine, it fucking cooks too quick, it fucks it. Keep a close eye on it. If you see it starting to turn brown, it's time to boogie. Hey. Check your pasta. So when it's just about. When it turns brown, it's time to boogie. Exactly what I've been saying. <laughs> I likes my garlic like I, likes I likes my women. When they turn brown, it's time to boogie. Cook, that's time to fucking get it in here. Here we go. Fry up that pasta, mate. Don't throw the cooking water out. Get half a mug of cooking water and bang that in there. <laughs> Give it a good pinch of salt. Put a good crack of pepper. Cook it through for a quick minute. Yep. Fucking look at that shit, would ya? Woo! Turn the heat off. Let it chill out for a sec. And go get your parmesan. After a minute, shave in a bit of parmesan. Beautiful. Do that through. That's fucking it. That's Serve it. it up. Plonk. Righto, lesson's not over yet, Groovers. Grab yourself a pair of tongs. You can just fucking plonk it on, doesn't matter, it still tastes the same. Or you can be a little <laughs> bit cheeky about it and grab yourself a set of tongs and do this. Grab yourself a good bunch of it. Give it a little twist as you plonk it on there. Ah, uh, fancy pants. A little parmesan. There you go. That's fucking it. I don't like spaghetti because I don't like the big fucking strands of spaghetti. I like, I like short pasta. I like chunky pasta like penne. I'm a penne fan. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Leftover pasta with our fucking man. And a mention for the boogs. Uh, just before we go, because I did promise and I totally forgot, so apologies for that. Because um, <laughs> that'll happen on a Friday. The flag contest, ladies and gentlemen. A couple of people have sent in more entries here. If you want to get involved, I'm keeping the contest open for a couple of weeks more because people complained that they didn't have enough time. And this is a show of the people. The Daily Boogie Flag Contest. Design a flag for Boogie Stan. There's your link. Uh, off and talk with Sandra. Thank you for the diamond. Penne is my favourite. It's my favourite too. Uh, here we go. So this is Desert Cat's entry. Now, <laughs> okay. I like the neon green. That's the first time anybody's decided to put Leon, neon green in there. Long live the king. Would that be on the flag that flies full time? Long live the king. I'm, I mean, I'm not against it, but okay. Now, what drew my attention mostly here is the picture on the left. Now, there's a couple of ways that we can go about, you know, assessing this little picture here. 
One may say it looks like, you know, the rolling hills of Boogistan, right? It's a testament to the rolling hills of Boogistan and the whole maybe to, uh, you know, our future mining economy maybe. Maybe that's like a gold mine or something like that. So a, a diamond mine in the hill of Boogistan. That's one way of interpreting it. The other way of interpreting it is it's an asshole. <laughs> it's a butt. It's a butthole. Now, I'll leave that up to the audience. I'll leave that up to the good citizens of Boogistan to decide whether or not it's the mountains of Boogistan, the proud mountains of Boogistan and testament to our mining heritage, or in the words of Ben K. Veritas in the chat, that's an ass. <laughs> Maybe it's an ass. Maybe. So <laughs> thank you for the thank you for the quote unquote entry, pun intended. <laughs> the nation of Boogistan, ladies and gentlemen. And follow Q's entry here. I like it. Simple, direct, to the point. Red and black always works well. And the shopping cart, it's not like a, an actual, you know, clip art picture of a shopping cart. It's a symbol of a cart. So I don't mind that at all. That's not too bad at all. So keep sending. Oh, here's another one. More shopping carts with yours truly in the middle of it. Now, maybe I'll tell you what, this one would work well, follow Q, as a like, this could be the royal flag. So this could be the one that flies like at the king's residence. You know, when I'm asleep in the house, this could be the royal flag, like the flag of the royal family of Boogistan, but maybe not the national flag because it's got my picture on there. So this could be like our, our royal sheaf, you know what I mean? But I don't know if it's going to work for a national flag or not. But there you have it. Uh, keep sending those entries in, tremendous entries, ladies and gentlemen. We will keep it open for a couple more weeks. So like, I, we're going to have to end it at some point, but people were, like, more than one person got in touch and said, I need more time, I need more time. It's like, okay. So how about... All right. So next week and the week after, and then we'll close all the entries off. Okay, so you've got all next week and all week after to put in an entry, and then we'll close the entries, and then we'll do the contest, like, on Monday. So in three weeks from now, Monday in three weeks. I'll keep you updated. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I really, I, sh I, I know I'm killing it, but I feel like I need to play Chamani one more time <laughs> because I just fucking love this commercial so much. So just before we go, one more time for the great Chamani, ladies and gentlemen, dlive.tv slash Chamani. Do you suffer from mass hysteria, not knowing whether to wear a mask or not? Do you suffer from paranoia, constantly in fear of Karens? Do you suffer from anti-laughing, the inability to laugh and smile no matter what happens to you? Well... It's Char Worthington here with Char Money Live! You can have a Chahoot-Chanani of a good time. We have everything from current events to a Chasorson of a Karen, where these Chakarens just be going Chakarens! You're happy and you know it's it, and you really ought to show it. If you're happy you and you know it, clap your hands. We got Karens going crazy over french fries. We even have Karens that think they have the force. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is he standing in front of a mole plant? <laughs> in that, did I just see a mole plant? <laughs> That's fucking weed, bro. <laughs> It's the first time I realized. 
He's one hell of a plant, bro. How about that? <laughs> now, now it all makes sense. <laughs> Stand in front of his weed plant. Well done. Just sourcing my cans. Where these chickens just be going chug crazy. It's off the hinge. We got Karens going crazy over french fries. We even have Karens that think they have the force. It's insane over here at Chamonix Live. So I appreciate you. Come on down. We got the phone lines. They're always open. We'd love to have you. Side effects may include dizziness, lack of oxygen due to hysterical laughing and inability to shield off Karens to come within six feet of your vicinity. Expansion of the mind due to the overload of factual information, not fake news, confidence of the lack of bullshit in your life, and the inability to become based. For instance, hope with any of these symptoms, please contact the trauma hotline immediately or seek your closest woke friend who may be able to calm you during your time transition from sleep to awake. Absolutely brilliant. Chamani, ladies and gentlemen. With that, that brings us to the end of tonight's program. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure. If you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show, then please, by all means, head to patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting that subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And of course, if you would like to go to crazy, then you follow to money on Twitter. And if you don't want to follow him, we'll follow him and follow me at Boogie Bumper. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to follow our friends. Later on tonight, uh, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Irrational Times, uh, everybody's favorite lover of French women, Mersh. I may be joining, may, 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 hopefully, 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 fingers crossed if I can get away with it. Uh, I may be joining uh, Joy of Pessy later on tonight for offensive cartoons. So uh, fingers crossed I can fucking make that happen. Joy of Pessy, dlive.tv slash Joy of Pessy. Also later on tonight, Chamani, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow, uh, Winning TV, uh, Major Tom, The Big Empty on DLive, and Joy of Pessy tomorrow as well. Sunday, the Sunday night shit show. Monday, Lois Ropez with Way Dave, uh, ROTC, the great JJ Stoner at midday, and then yours truly will be back at 6 p.m. Monday night. Thank you so much for joining us. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, stay calm, stay rational. God bless, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.